In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald. Get ready to learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry. Craig is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success, and he'll share tips and strategies on how you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. This high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. Plus, you'll learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. It's time to be a rock star with Rock Talk. And now, here's your host, Craig Deswalt. Welcome, everybody, to a new edition of Rock Talk with Craig Doeswald. It is Tuesday, December 6th, 2011. Only a couple of weeks left to Hanukkah, to Christmas, to the new year. And we have a great, great show today. And I have so much to talk about in so little time. And luckily, I'm from New York, and I, so I could talk really, really fast. Today on the show, we are going to have a very special guest. He's a good buddy of mine. He's actually spoke and performed at one of my Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps. I think it was last year or about a year and a half ago. His name is Ray Parker Jr. He was the lead singer. Well, he was the lead singer. He was Ray Parker Jr. Uh, he wrote the song Ghostbusters. Uh, he wrote a lot of other uh, top 10 hits as well, but he's most famous for the song Ghostbusters. He wrote it, performed it, um, part of the huge movie, and he also branded Who You're Gonna Call. So we're going to talk about that when he comes on the line after the first segment. He's very busy right now. I think he's actually playing today uh, up here in, um, no, over in, I think somewhere in L.A., somewhere. He's uh, actually playing guitar uh, today for Joe Cocker and Joe Cocker's new album. So he does that a lot as well. So we'll talk about all that stuff when Ray comes on. And I think he'll be driving in his car on the way to the studio to uh, perform for the actual album. So he'll be here in a couple of minutes. But so much to talk about, so little time. Uh, This past weekend, I was at Davin Michaels Outsource Live event. Great, great event in the Westin Hotel in Los Angeles. Uh, I spoke on Sunday morning. Had a great, great crowd. Uh, uh, I haven't spoken in about a month, and I was like, huh, am I going to remember everything I have to say? And it's like a bicycle. Once you do it a few times, you get right back on, and I remembered everything I was supposed to say for the most part. (laughs) Uh, But it was a great event, and lots of new people signed up for the March 2012 Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp. So we invite them to join our family very, very soon. Um, I was also in the same exact time. It was really a weird weekend down by LAX. And this is why you got to do this thing. You got to show up to events because so much was happening. In fact, a lot of us were talking that in order to make it in this industry as a speaker or an author or as an entrepreneur, all you have to do is hang out by LAX any given weekend in September, October, November, December, or January, February, March, April, and May. Don't go there during the summer. Lots of seminars don't happen in the summer. But every other month, if you were to just hang out at the Westin LAX or the Sheraton Gateway or the Marriott down by LAX, all those LAX hotels, 
you'd basically see millions of entrepreneurs. So this weekend alone, uh, Davin Michaels did his outsourced live event downstairs in the grand ballroom uh, with 550 to 600 attendees was James Malinchuk's big money speaker event. I uh, went to that event as well. So I was dual eventing that weekend. I went to two events and it was funny. I went to James's event. I wasn't one of the speakers at his event, but uh, I walked into the room and he happened to have a slide of me up on the screen. He was actually talking about me and my rock star system when I arrived at the seminar. I didn't get there the first day because I had uh, Christmas plays with my kids, but I got there on Friday and literally walked, hadn't seen anybody yet, walked into the seminar room and I walk in and James is talking about me and my picture is all over all the screens. So I walk in and he sees me walking in and he says, and there he is. It was the most incredible timing I've ever had. And he goes, Craig, come up on stage. So I talked for about 15 minutes to his audience in front of 500, 550 to 600 people and made lots of new connections. So once again, you just got to show up. So I went to Davin's. I went to James Malinchak's. And then down the street, Les Brown was having his event, one of the greatest motivational speakers in the world. He was having his event. And then Peak Potentials, T. Harv Eker's company, was having an event as well. So we got to see tons of people, lots of friends, and, and really networked with a bunch of people. And that's how you do it in this industry. All you got to do, all you have to do to be successful as a speaker, author, or an entrepreneur, or a radio show host, is basically show up. And I, I, I do this thing every year. If, uh, if you have a – well, now it's different, but – uh, if you are a host on the Rockstar Radio Network, a radio show host, you automatically get two tickets to any Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp that you want to go to while you have a radio show. So hopefully all the radio show hosts on the Rockstar Radio Network will be at my event March 2012 because they get to come for free because they're on the Rockstar Radio Network. Now, it's amazing how many people don't come when there's free tickets offered, but that's a whole other topic. In fact, I might talk about that next week because it is the most ridiculous thing in the world if you get a free ticket not showing up. But um, anyway, so showing up is the key. Uh, if you what I used to offer as well on the TogiNet radio station is even if you weren't on the Rockstar Radio Network, just if you were with TogiNet and you were a radio show host to come to my event as well. And some people did show up and some people didn't show up. It's all about showing up. That's all you got to do to get new people to come on your show, to be getting out there, seeing people talking about your radio show and da-da-da-da. So that was this past weekend. Really, really, really great weekend for networking and meeting tons of new people that are now coming to my March 2012 Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp, which as of right now, we have about 300 and let me see, I just did 376 people coming so far, March 2012. And so we will be probably at 500, but there's always cancellations at the last minute because people have to groom their dogs or something. It's so funny, last boot camp in September, a lady emailed me the day before the boot camp and she goes, I am so sorry. She spent you know, $1,500 to come to the boot camp. And she goes, I am so sorry. I can't make it to the boot camp this weekend because the only time I can get to, uh, for my dog to be groomed is this weekend. And it's so hard to get an appointment. So I'm going to have to pass. And I, I, I fell down uh, from shock and I'm wondering, I, I went in and Facebooked her and I, and I realized, 
okay, this is why you are so not successful in whatever you do. Because if you can't get it together to come to a boot camp, and the reason why you can't come is because you have to get your dog groomed that weekend, then you have issues. That's all I'm going to say. That's enough, I guess, about that. Uh, things coming up. This Saturday is a very big day for Toginet Radio and the Rockstar Radio Network at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Actually, I think the party starts at 5 o'clock. We're having a Christmas party in Texas, in Lindale, Texas. The uh, Toginet Radio Station is putting it on. And since I've partnered with them and the Rockstar Radio Network, I guess it's kind of our Christmas party. So I am flying in on Saturday to go uh, to the Christmas party on Saturday night. And I'm flying home Sunday because my kids got a lot of last minute, um, once again, Christmas shows. So Saturday night, though, this is a a new announcement. This is so, so exciting. On Saturday night, we're all going to be in Texas, all the radio show hosts and a bunch of local um, businesses in Lindale, Texas, Tyler, Texas area, are going to be at this party. About 150 people will be there. We are going to stream the party live at 6 p.m. right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. So if you are not able to make it, which is ridiculous because, once again, showing up, if you're not able to make it to the Christmas party on Saturday night, December 10th, then you can listen to it live on the Rockstar Radio Network at... 6 p.m. Central Time, which is 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We will have a live broadcast from the event. Now, apparently, I am the MC of this shindig. And I just talked to Kerry, our producer, and she said that I had to wear, like, cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. And I don't own such apparel, So I'm dressing like I normally do. Hopefully that's okay. And, uh, and then, uh, and I'm going to be the MC. Oh, my phone is ringing. I I can't take that. Oh, hold on a second. It's Ray. Hi, Ray. Oh, okay. They're going to call right now at, um, oh, I emailed you. I'm, I'm on live right now talking to you. So why don't you, Ray, can you call? Okay, can you call 877? Okay. This is this is 877. Yep. 864-4869. Okay. You going to call? Okay, bye. All right, so that's live radio for you. Uh, Ray, Ray got called in, and uh, so we're going to bring him on right now if that's possible. Uh, I think he just called into the station, and if they're there, we are going to have him call in. And I think there he is. Ray, you there? Ray is here. Only got a few minutes left, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I emailed you. I said 11.10 to 11.45, but maybe you didn't I, get that I one. Ch- I couldn't change it that fast. I only had between 11 and 11.15 when I got Oh, yeah. got it. I got, got to walk out the door then. <laughs> Are you actually going to, uh, to uh, Mr. Cocker's thing? Yes. Okay, so I just talked to Ray Parker, I mean to Joe Cocker, and he said you could be late. So that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I believe that one. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. So everyone, this is Ray Parker Jr. from the Ghostbusters fame. And uh, so we're not going to be able to take any calls because you do have to run really quick, right? 
really got to run quick. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So we'll bring you on another show, maybe, and we'll do longer. So what are you? What are you actually recording today? We're recording a new album for Joe Cocker. We did one two years ago, and it came out so good they wanted to do another one. Well, there you go. And uh, and uh, really, really quick, you okay? So I just wanted to tell everyone because I told everyone that you would tell the how you wrote the Go Ghostbusters. Um, uh, thingamajiggy, uh, the Ghostbusters song. Right? <laughs> the song you make think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started off as 20 seconds to be in the film when the library scene comes. And I only had two or three days to do it. So, I, I, you know, they told me what kind of music they wanted. So I ran and got that done. But the hard part was to put the words Ghostbusters to music. They actually wanted the words Ghostbusters in the song. And so that's just what I'm doing. Right, 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 and, right, right, and I tried right, to right. sing it a million ways a Sunday, could not come up with anything. Then it, then it occurred to me that I should never say the word Ghostbusters. I should just say, who are you going to call and make it like a slogan or a phrase? I love that. Hey, Ray, one second. They have to do a commercial. Uh, I'm going to go to commercial, and then I'll talk to you while the commercial's going, Ray. Hold on one second, okay. everybody. I'll, I'll, uh, let's go to commercial. Bye. Teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these. Girlfriended is on Tugginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. With your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswald. It's my... Hey, this is Craig Deswald. Okay, so this is, this is so rock star Radio. This is unbelievable. So, I, I talked to Ray this morning. Ray is a very good friend of mine. And to make a long story short, he had to go. So, you're not going to hear the Ghostbusters story today. And I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I'll actually tell you the whole story because he told it to me and he just shared it on my stage. So, if you wanted to call in and talk to Ray, you can't do that today because he just left. He is going to be a guest on the show next week. So, he is going to come back next week because he's not in the studio. So, uh, rock stars. Uh, it's a great teaching lesson today with live radio because you have to be able to improvise and you got to be able to do things. So I had this whole radio show set up today where he was going to come from 11.15 to 11.45 Pacific time and he was going to talk for a half hour and share stories and da-da-da-da. Well, things happened at the last minute and Joe Cocker says, I need you here in whatever, 15 minutes. So when Joe Cocker needs his guitarist, uh, he's playing guitar on the album. He said, you know what? All right, I got to go. And things change. It's just like rock and roll, just like being on the road. 
when we were with Guns N' Roses, this happened all the time. We had things planned, and then everything goes wrong, and something happens, and things change, and then you just got to go on the fly. So that is what we're going to be doing today. We are. We got to talk to Ray for about eight seconds, I think it was, and I actually took the phone call from him while I was on live radio. So this is proof that this is so live. So that being said, I'm going to continue with what I was talking about. And uh, actually, I'll go into the gun, uh, the Ghostbuster story first, and then I'll go back to what I was talking about, the live show on Saturday night at the Toginet Rockstar Radio Network station thing in Texas. So Ghostbusters, he was, um, he was, uh, you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because then no one will listen next week. He has a really cool Ghostbusters story that he told at my um, Rockstar Marketing Boot Camp about a year ago. Everyone that was there, it was amazing. He spoke uh, for about 15, no, 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 about a half hour. And everyone was like, oh, my gosh, is, is our, do rock stars, are they able to speak? Are they able to have conversations with people? And da-da. Ray Parker is such a good speaker that the whole audience was totally engrossed in what he was saying. It was an amazing, it was an amazing, I think he actually spoke for 45 minutes, come to think about it. And then we did an interview, and then what he did is he played Ghostbusters, and he played his other hit songs, and he has a bunch of hit songs. Go to iTunes and type in Ray Parker Jr., and you'd be surprised how many hit songs he got. But one thing I will talk about today is about branding, because I wanted to talk to Ray about branding. So he was known as the Ghostbusters guy, and he wrote the song Ghostbusters, but he had a bunch of other hits. And he had his Ray Parker Jr. band, and he did his video for the movie for Ghostbusters. And in the movie was, you know, Bill Murray and all the Dan Aykroyd, the whole cast of Ghostbusters. So he got to do a video with them. But And Ghostbusters made him millions and millions of dollars and to this day still pays him a lot of money. He just – that one song has changed his whole life. Obviously, he's made so much money. But it was because he kept the rights to the song and the publishing to the song. And not only did he do that because most, most rock stars – uh, fade away. They uh, not fade away. They give away. They sign away their rights to songs to make some initial money up front. And Ray never did that. He owns Ghostbusters and he still owns the song, even though it was part of a movie. So he owns that song and he makes a bunch of money off that song. But even better than that, he did something that was so, so clever that this is what makes him the most money to this day. He trademarked and he owns the term who you're going to call. So what happens is, and that's his brand, who you're going to call. Every time you see a commercial or a print ad that says who you're going to call or a TV commercial that says who you're going to call, he gets paid every single time. So he trademarked it. And, you know, in an ad, you know, or, or some sort of campaign, there was this uh, car company that did a campaign called who you're going to call because you want people to call to action in an ad, in a TV ad or a radio ad or a print ad is who you're going to call. You want them to call you, your person. He knew that going in and he said, you know what, I'm going to trade trademark this little term here, this little sentence. And because of that, he has made so much money on that one brand, that one trademarked line, that tagline, who you're going to call. And every time you see it, just know that uh, Ray is making a couple of bucks. So Ray will be here next week. So now this is a test for Craig Doeswalt. Craig's test is now, 
what is Craig going to talk about for the next 40 minutes? And luckily, I'm one of these people that can do a four and a half day boot camp and talk basically for four and a half days, even though you know, I have like one day's worth of material. I'm able to improvise. I'm able to uh, drag it out, as they say. But I'm not going to do that. I'm actually going to teach today. So uh, I want to go back to what I was talking about before Ray called and talk about what is happening Saturday night. So Saturday night, uh, uh, the TogiNet slash Rockstar Radio Network Christmas party started talking about it. Then Ray called. But this is what's happening at six o'clock. Central time, four o'clock Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time. We're actually going to do the show live. The show is going to be uh, the show. I mean, the Christmas party is going to be live at the Rockstar Radio Network. So all you have to do is on Saturday night, go to www.rockstarradionetwork.com. Click on listen live and you will be able to hear the whole Christmas party. It's going to be a live feed that night. (laughs) Now I'm getting a real taste of live radio, so this should be really interesting on Saturday night. I apparently am the MC of that show, and uh, apparently that means I have to have a microphone and start doing some talking. And and Kerry and John, if you're listening, I need a wireless mic because I can't hold the microphone in my hand and talk. So if that's possible, (laughs) I would love that because... I've never held a microphone in my hand and talked at the same time because I just don't know how to do that because I use my hands. I must be Italian or something, even though I'm not. Uh, so anyway, so uh, that's going to be Saturday night. We're going to do it live. And we're also going to – this is the rock star part of it. Apparently, there's going to be something called a karaoke machine. And apparently a karaoke machine is a machine where it plays music and you sing with it. Now, obviously, I'm joking. I know what that is. But apparently we're going to be singing stuff, which scares me because I, uh, I, I'm scared now. I was going to sing on the karaoke machine in front of our nice little intimate family of 150 people. But now it's going to the Rockstar Radio Network Live and I personally have a few thousand listeners and downloads, so now people are going to actually hear us sing. So I have to figure out what I have to do here, either have a fake name and say, hi, this is John Doe singing this song, so you won't know it's me when I'm singing, or i got to figure something out. But yes, yeah, Saturday night, listen, if you can't go, which you can still get tickets at the last minute, last minute plane tickets, go to... You fly into Dallas, and it's about an hour and 15-minute drive to Lindale. It's going to be so much fun, so much worth it. If you have a radio show, if you want to get on a radio show, if you want to be your own radio show host and have your own radio show, great, great event to come to. And you're going to meet a bunch of local businesses, which will enhance your list and your database because you're going to be meeting people at a party that are entrepreneurs. That's how it works. So if you don't have a plane ticket yet, somehow get one and try to come. If you can't which means you're not really a rock star. But if you can't, then you can listen to it live 6 o'clock on the Rockstar Radio Network, and, uh, and that will be a lot of fun. So that's what's happening there. Now, I also have something called the Rockstar Radio Network uh, fan page on Facebook. So if anyone's listening to this and you are not a fan of the Rockstar Radio Network, please uh, become a fan of the Rockstar Radio Network. It's just you go to Facebook and you go to Rockstar Radio Network 
and just click on the like button and you become an immediate fan. And this is where we give updates on all the shows. All the radio show hosts are on that fan page and you can interact with them there. They also have their own they should uh, have their own, if they listen to the Rockstar system, have their own fan page for their own shows as well. But the Rockstar Radio Network fan page is a page where all the radio show hosts are. So if you're listening to any show, you can actually go on to that fan page and connect with any radio show host. So I would love everyone if you can go to that and like that page. And just to give an incentive, and I teach this as well, and you should all take this little teaching point, to get people to like your page, you have to kind of give them something these days. Not everyone likes everything anymore. It used to be where, oh, 100,000 people would like it in like a day because it was really interesting and it was a hot topic. Well, now you kind of have to get, you have to kind of do some work to get people to like you, to like your page. (laughs) and to get people to like you in real life. So what I did was on December 1st, I was launching the Rockstar Radio Network November 28th, but I had a bunch of uh, people listening to the show, listening to the network before. We did a soft lunch, soft lunch, a soft launch a couple of weeks before that. And uh, when we did that, we had a a couple of people um, doing their shows on the Rockstar Radio Network before it was officially launched on November 28th. But on about November 15th, I started putting up this like page and saying, uh, get ready for the launch of the Rockstar Radio Network. If you like this page on December 1st, I'm going to be giving out a Kodak ZI8 video camera. If all you have to do is like the page and you're entered in a drawing to win the Kodak ZI8 flip video camera, which is a very popular camera that I take everywhere I go, although I use the iPhone a lot now as well. But uh, to get people to like my page, I said, if you like my page, you're going to be entered in a drawing to win a Kodak ZI8 camera. And uh, 400 and something people entered within like a week, maybe even like four or five days. And we gave out on November, no, on December 1st, we gave out. What I did was I actually had like 400 and something people. And everyone said, how are you going to have a drawing for 400 and something people? (laughs) Are you going to write everyone's name and put them in a hat and then draw it out? And I said, no, 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 no. There's a clever way of doing this. So this is another good teaching point. If, If you ever have a drawing for like a lot of people and you don't want to sit there and write everyone's name down and put them in a hat. You can go to a website. All you have to do is click in random drawing numbers uh, in Google, and you'll come up to a bunch of websites that actually you enter how many people are in the drawing. So I had like, I'm going to make up a number, say 420 people. So 420 people I had listed. So I entered the number 420, and then you click on uh, pick random number, and what it does, it it's picks it randomly picks a number between one and four hundred and twenty, and it picked I think number three hundred and fifty seven, if I'm correct. Then I went into all the people that liked the page because it came to an email of mine, and I just went to the three hundred and fifty seventh email that I got, and the winner was Kyle Ward, uh, Word, Kyle Word, W O R D. He lives in Lubbock, Texas, coincidentally, and. And um, so I sent him yesterday a Kodak ZI8 camera. And we have another drawing on December 25th for a Nook, 
one of those nooks, not the new ones, just the black and white nook, because I believe in iPads anyway. So we're going to give away a nook on December 25th on the Rockstar Radio Network like page. So if you want to enter that drawing, all you have to do is like the Rockstar Radio Network page and you'll be entered in the drawing for a nook touch. This is Craig Duzzle. We will be back after this tunes and the Rockstar Radio Network. This is Rock Talk. Teaching you how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt. And we'll be right back after these. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Information is power, the power to change your life. So be here for Education to Excellence. Some of the most valuable information you may ever receive will be shared with you 7 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday night with Education to Excellence with your host, Bruce Beichman. You'll benefit from insightful shows featuring guests that are proven experts in their field. Little-known facts on how to improve your health by making one very simple change in your morning routine. If you're a high school graduate or working adult and a bachelor's, master's, or doctorate degree from an accredited college would change your life, you won't want to miss this. Education to Excellence. Shift your career into high gear without ever attending a traditional college class. Learn investment strategies from proven experts who have a track record of helping normal individuals build abnormal wealth. Check out their website, education2excellence.com. Then join us for the show, Education to Excellence, with your host, Bruce Beichman. Tuesday nights at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific on toginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my We are back, and we're talking about rock stars, and we're talking about rock stars that show up for... One minute and then leave. <laughs> that, that was basically the story of my life during Guns N' Roses. So if you're just tuning in now, expecting to hear Ray Parker Jr. on Rock Talk with Craig Doeswald, he was here for literally about one and a half minutes, maybe two minutes, started telling the Ghostbuster story that we had to cut to commercial and uh that's that so uh but he had to go because he is playing guitar on joe cocker's new album and joe cocker said we need to meet now and uh can you come over now and ray was getting in the car so uh he is going to be here next week instead of this week so if you are here trying to listen to ray parker you're getting me instead and now you're going to get a pretty funny guns and roses story but uh if you want to call 
I'm going to do this as well. If anyone is listening still and not so upset that Ray has left the building, uh, if you want to call at 877-864-4869, you can call right now and I'll promote whatever business you have. So it'll be an extra little bonus because you were listening and you didn't get Ray Parker Jr. even though you thought he was going to be here. It's funny. Uh, I was just at James Malinchuk's seminar this past weekend and Brian Tracy was supposed to show up. He was one of the speakers, and I don't even know what happened, but Brian Tracy could not make it to the event at the last at the last minute. So James did something very, very clever. He said, you know, obviously people are going to be disappointed that Brian Tracy isn't going to be there. So what he did was he went above and beyond, and he said, okay, Brian Tracy is not going to be here. Everyone was very happy that Brian Tracy was going to be there, so they're going to be disappointed. So I need to do something way above and beyond the norm to make my audience happy, to make sure they get their money's worth. Now, don't get me wrong. Just listening to James for four days, you get your money's worth. But uh, he went above and beyond. So he brought in the actor Sean Astin. He was in Rudy. If anyone has ever seen the movie If you have not seen the movie Rudy about the kid from Notre Dame, amazing, amazing movie. Very uplifting movie. So uh, Sean Astin played Rudy in the movie Rudy. He was also in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Uh, I forget who he played in that because I wasn't a big Lord of the Rings fan. I was more of the uh, Harry Potter series. But one of my favorite movies that um, Sean Astin was in was in – uh, what was it called? Fifty First Dates with Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. I love that movie. He plays Drew Barrymore's brother, uh, a little kid on steroids, or the brother on steroids. It was so funny, very funny part. So he was there at the event, and 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 that was very very cool. And people loved that Sean Astin just showed up at the last minute. But even better than that was James got another speaker because. Uh, he wanted to go above and beyond because Brian couldn't make it. So he got Stedman Graham. Now, I don't know if a lot of you know right off the tip of your tongue or at the right, uh, right off the bat who that is, but he's extremely famous. Stedman Graham is Oprah's, uh, I guess, boyfriend because they never officially got married. So Stedman Graham was uh, there as well, and he spoke for an hour on leadership. And the audience was just like, wow, that was very, very, very cool that someone of that stature just you know, came by and um, helped James get this uh, very great um, you know, uh, person to come speak instead of Brian Tracy. So uh, Stedman Graham alone would be much better, uh, much, much more of a drawer anyway. So it was very, very cool. So go above and beyond. If something happens – Go above and beyond. So that's what I'm going to do now. Ray Parker was supposed to be on the show. He lasted about a minute and a half. We had to go to commercial and he had to go. So now what I'm going to do is tell a cool Guns N' Roses story that I very, very rarely share. So that's the benefit that you're going to get. So Guns N' Roses is playing on their back. Uh, Guns N' Roses is not really back. Guns N' Roses is Axel and basically a bunch of new guys. Not new guys. They're they're amazing musicians but they're not the original band guns and roses uh the original band is still broken up but hopefully there's going to be some day where these guys put their differences aside and get back together again because it would be the most amazing concert it would sell out basically in seconds you know the eagles broke up at one point in their careers and they said 
uh, we will we will only get together if hell freezes over. That's how bad it was. They hated each other at the time. They no one was talking to anyone. Major stress, tense, and, was, and they just broke up. And they they said we will never ever get together unless hell freezes over. Well, never say never because years later they released an album called Hell Freezes Over, and they got back together again. So all of us in the Guns N' Roses camp are hoping that someday that Slash and Axel can put their differences aside and get back together because that concert would be unbelievable. It would sell out in seconds, and I would have front row tickets. Actually, I'd be standing on the side of the stage going, this is very, very cool. But Guns N' Roses is on tour right now, and they're actually playing in Los Angeles on December 21st. It is a Wednesday night. And then they were also playing New Year's Eve, uh, December 31st, uh, at the Hard Rock Cafe. It's called The Joint in uh, Las Vegas. So I'm going to go see both shows on the 21st and the 31st. Now, the last time I went to see Guns N' Roses was at Universal Studios here in Los Angeles, California. And... uh, At the show, uh, I brought six of my friends to see the show. Natasha couldn't see the show um, at that time because she was going through chemo. And it was funny. We went backstage after the show. And the first thing when I saw Axel backstage, the first thing out of his mouth was, you know, not, hi, Craig, how you doing? Oh, my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long. How you doing? The first words out of his mouth were, how is Natasha doing? And I thought that was just so cool. You know, Axel gets a lot of bad press for being the bad boy in rock and roll. But, you know, I know the other Axel that uh, the public doesn't know because I toured with them for four years. And I was Axel's manager and basically took care of everything. Axel, Axel, Axel. He is a very nice person. He's a very caring person. He gives to a lot of charities. He does a lot of work for kids. Uh, He just gets a lot of bad press sometimes. Because, you know, he's a rock star and that's what rock stars are supposed to do. So we go to this concert, me and my six friends in Los Angeles, California at Universal Studios. And my, we take a limo down there because we're going to do this right. We're going to go see Guns N' Roses. And we get to the gig and all my tickets are waiting at the will call window. And in the will call window tickets, there's also seven backstage passes. Now, usually I get laminated passes. But uh, for for the event, and I could walk anywhere. But it was such a crazy time that they uh, that uh, Betta, Axel's manager, personal manager. Now she just put in six tickets and six backstage passes. So the guys are like, "Oh, cool, we're going to go backstage." But I happen to know that backstage, these backstage passes are the wimpy backstage passes. These get you into a room that you will never see any of the band members. There's three rooms. When I was on tour at Guns N' Roses, there's three rooms in the Guns N' Roses backstage area. One is for family and friends. And that's where most of the band members will go. If their family is in town, if their friends are in town, they go hang out there. There's another room where all the radio winners go the radio station winners so you know on radio stations they have all these 
uh, uh, contests where you could win tickets to see a show and then you get to go backstage after the show. Well, they're put into a separate room because they do get to meet a member of the band. And it's really funny how that member is chosen because no one wants to go to that room because all they have to do is listen to people going, oh, you're so great. Can I have your autograph? Can I take your picture? Oh, you're so wonderful. I love you. I love you. I love you. And after a while, that gets really nauseously. Uh, it, gets, it gets boring after a while being told how wonderful you are. So none of the guys in the band ever want to go into that room. But contractually, one of them has to go every night. And so they like have a contest on who's going to go, and the loser has to go to that room. So uh, that's a little secret about backstages. You, if you're in the radio show room, you're going to basically see one person in the band, unless you know there's a, a major, like in Los Angeles, if it's a major radio network, maybe some of the guys would go and make an appearance. But for the most part, if you're in Iowa and you're backstage and you won a radio show contest to get backstage, you're going to meet the 14th... Uh, you're going to get, meet the 14th harmonica player that isn't even on stage. He's on the side of the stage playing harmonica, something like that. But he is in the band. Then there's the third room, which is the talent. And the, the room with the talent usually is filled with, if you're a female rock star, probably men. And if you're a male rock star, is probably filled with women. So that's the room somehow that everyone wanted to hang out in. I don't know why to this day, but it seemed like a very popular room. Friends and family, yeah, a couple of guys went in there. Radio station, one person went in there. But for some reason, everyone wanted to hang out in that talent room. And uh, that's the third room backstage. But so when we got these backstage passes, the room that we were going to go into was probably family and friends room which is a good room. Don't get me wrong. We get to hang out with family and friends. But we, you know, we wanted to go to the other room. Actually, that's not true. I wanted to go to Axel's dressing room, which is no room. No one gets in that room. That is just a special room for Axel, his people on tour, and maybe one or two other people. But that's the room that I wanted to go say hi to Axel because if you go to the other rooms, he's just going to be bombarded with other people and I'm not going to get to talk to him and we're not going to get to hang out. So we go to the concert and we have seats on the side of the stage and we're watching the concert and everything is great and it was a really great show. And, and I'm a big fan of the original Guns N' Roses, obviously, like everybody else is. But, I mean, Axel put together a really... Uh, great group, and, and it was an unbelievable concert. I think it was back in 2007 that I went to see this concert while Natasha was going through her chemo. So we're backstage at the concert. Uh, uh, the concert, uh, we're on the side of the stage watching the concert, and we all go backstage after the concert. And all my six friends are very, very happy. They're going backstage to a Guns N' Roses concert, and there's, you know, 8,000 people in the audience. It's not a huge venue, and about 50 of them are going to get to go backstage. So we, after the concert's over, we put our passes on and we walk past security and we get to go backstage. And there's, like I said, there's probably, it's Los Angeles, so there's a lot more people, probably about 200 people backstage waiting to be split up into rooms. When we get back from the break, I will continue the story of what room we went to first and then when we went second and what happened during the concert that was hysterically funny that made me uh, shine in front of my friends on, oh my gosh, this guy really knows what goes on at a rock and roll concert. We will be back after these fine messages. 
how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field so more people come to you to buy your services and products. This is Rock Talk with Craig Deswalt, and we'll be right back after these. LinkedIn. It's a great tool, and Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady. With the LinkedIn Lady Show, Wednesday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is here to show you and your business how every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose that can benefit you. The LinkedIn Lady will have interviews each week with a variety of guests, such as business owners who will showcase their businesses and talk about how they're using social media to stay in touch with not only customers, but to attract new relationships that become customers. Other guests will be experts in social media who will speak to the use of Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Plaxo, Squidoo, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. Join us, won't you? Every Wednesday afternoon at 5, 4 Central. It's the LinkedIn Lady Show with host Carol McManus on Toginet.com. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, Solving the Connections of Autoimmune Disease to Thyroid Problems, Fibromyalgia, Depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Togginet.com. Welcome back to Rock Talk, teaching you how to achieve rock star status in your industry. How you, entrepreneurs and businesses, can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from your competition. Now, let's get back to Rock Talk with your host, Craig Deswalt. It's my... We are back and talking about a very funny Guns N' Roses story that happened at a Guns N' Roses concert at Universal Studios uh, approximately in 2007. To continue, so we go backstage and we're thinking uh, the, the guys that I'm with, the six guys that I'm with are very, very happy because they're going backstage. But I know we're not getting into the good room yet because I have to go see some people. So we go backstage and there's like 200 people backstage because it's Los Angeles and all the band members are probably from the Los Angeles area or at least close by. So they all have family and friends. And there was a lot of celebrities there as well, like tons of celebrities and because because uh, uh, it was so long ago, I can't remember who was there, but I remember saying, oh, my gosh, look at there. There's that person. There's that person. It was major, major celebrities at this event. So we're backstage at the event, and uh, there's, like, like I said, 200 people. It's free booze. Everyone's drinking. I don't drink personally, but my friends were uh, partaking in the uh, wine, beer, and, and uh, drinks and the uh, Jägermeister 
as they say, uh, which was a big drink when I was on tour with Guns N' Roses was when I was drinking because we liked Jägermeister. Anyway, so we're backstage. Lots of people are drinking, having fun, but we're in this big, gigantic room, and now they're going to split people into different rooms. So depending on the color of your backstage pass, some people went that way, some people went this way, and some people went that way. Well, I hung out in this area waiting to see Beta, his personal manager at the time, and she's currently his personal manager as well. And uh, and her son, uh, Francisco, and every, everybody, the people that I know. And Del James was the tour manager. I knew so many people on tour. All I had to do was just wait because I knew that we were going to get better than just the backstage pass. Now, let me go back to the concert and point out something that happened during the concert that adds to this story of backstage. So we're at the concert, and during the show... Axel gets very frenzied during a show because he he goes crazy on stage. He he runs back and forth and it, it, it uses a lot of energy at his show. Now, in order for him to get on stage and use a lot of energy, he has to rile himself up a lot. So before he goes on, now I don't know what happened that night because I wasn't backstage, but before he goes on, he usually does something that riles him up and so he gets mad at something or something goes wrong and he gets really, really mad. So he runs out on stage and he's in this frenzy and he's able to do Welcome to the Jungle right away and get the crowd going absolutely nuts. And he is the master at getting the crowd to go nuts. He is just one of the best frontman in the industry just a great singer uh unbelievable uh, uh voice as far as like screaming and singing on pitch uh, that you just imagine while he's running around which is is just incredible he had to be in in amazing shape so anyway he's running around on concert and halfway i'm, I'm guessing now halfway through the show maybe three quarters of the way through the show something happens in the audience and i don't know what happened specifically but Axel uh, asked one of the security guards from the place. Now, there's always those guys that wear like event staff. They wear like these big yellow coats that say event staff on it or something in black. Uh, so it's the staff that is hired by the venue. And they usually line the front of the stage. So if someone tried to get on stage, they would grab them So before they would get on stage. So something happens in the audience and... Axel sees something that he doesn't like in the audience. Now, it could be someone taking pictures, which you're not allowed to. It could be someone recording the show, which you're not allowed to. Or it could be someone throwing something on stage, which obviously you're not allowed to. But whatever it is, something sets Axel, Axel off. And he tells the security guard, this is in front of you know all 8,000 people, to uh, get that person or do something to that person, something to that effect. And this guy, this security guard hired by the venue, just stands there and doesn't do anything. And from our vantage point, this guy is just like acting like obnoxiously ignoring Axel. Like, like, dude, you're supposed to be helping the band out. And if something is happening in the audience, he needs you to address it. So this guy didn't do anything. He just stood there. Now, we didn't see physically this happen, but apparently because Axel's on a stage and the stage is uh, higher, obviously, than where the audience is standing, but the security guard was lower than the uh, stage. He was just a little lower, so his head was a little lower than the stage. So I couldn't really see, but apparently, allegedly, 
Axel like stepped on this guy's head <laughs> from the audience. He just like said, you know what? You're not going to listen to me. Take this. And he either stepped on his head or his shoulder or something he, like basically just stomped on him. Now, not like he didn't jump on him or anything, but he just like took his foot and stomped on his head <laughs> that was below him. And I said, "Uh oh, something is happening now. This is not good. And when we now cut to backstage, this is like an hour later after the show, cut to backstage and there's police walking around. And I said to my friends, oh, this is not going to be good. And I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen because things like this have happened before when I was on the road. This is what is going to happen. The guy, the security guy that was kicked in the head is going to a meet up with the policeman and they're going to walk backstage. They're going to walk right past us and they're probably going to walk over there into what I assume is Axel's dressing room because I know uh, which dressing room Axel would have is kind of close to the stage and it's the biggest one and da, 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 da. So I'm backstage and I can see a bunch of dressing rooms. We weren't at the dressing rooms yet, but from afar I could see probably which was Axel's dressing room. And sure enough, five minutes later, the guy, the security guard that was kicked in the head, has about three or four policemen with him. And they go past us and they walk into what I assumed was Axel's dressing room. And, and, and then they were gone. And I turned to my friends and I said, I told you, see, that was going to happen. Now what's going to happen is they're all going to walk out of the room. And the security guard is going to be holding probably a white envelope of some sort. And he's going to leave the room and never be uh, seen at the backstage area again. And sure enough, within five minutes, uh, the police walk out of the room. The security guard is holding some sort of envelope looking thing and he leaves. And cut to uh, I'll go back to that story in a minute. Cut to now my friends are like, oh, my gosh, that is amazing. How did you know that? I'm like, because I've dealt with this before. So cut to now, we meet up with some guys backstage that say, hey, Craig, how you doing? The guys that are touring currently with Guns N' Roses and Beta, and they get us into, we bypass all three rooms, and we walk into Axel's dressing room. So in the dressing room is uh, Izzy Stradlin, the former guitarist for Guns N' Roses. He was there. And a couple of other family members, I think Del James was there, the road manager, and Del's wife, um, and just a few of Axel's very, very close friends. And then it's me and my six buddies are there. And we're in Axel's dressing room. Now, Axel's, there's, there's a living room and a dressing area. Uh, we're in the living room. Axel's not out yet. We're in the living room of his dressing area. While everyone else, all the stars, all the other people are backstage in the other rooms, me and my six friends are actually in Axel's dressing room. And we, we hang out there for about 15 minutes. And I just... Uh, I just take it upon myself to walk into Axel's dressing area of his dressing room. And he's standing there and he's and he walks over to me and he hugs me. And that's when he said, how's Natasha doing right away? Not hi. How have you been? What's going on? How's Natasha doing? Because she was going through chemo. And I said, she's doing great. Thank you for asking. And we talked back there for about 15 minutes before he walked out. So then he comes out of the dressing room area 
and he meets all my friends. And he shakes all of their hands and he says, pleasure to meet you. Hi, this is Neil. Hi, Neil. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, this is Chad. Hi, Chad. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, Fran. Hi, Fran. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, Marcus. Hi, Marcus. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, Robert. Uh, oh, Robert Finkelstein was there. I also worked with Guns N' Roses, so he says hi to Robert. And my friends were just like in awe of this very nice guy, the one that gets bashed in the industry all the time for doing crazy things like stepping on people's heads in security. Um, and he and he just does um, – he's just an amazing guy, really nice guy. Now, I don't know what happened. I don't know if he actually struck the guy's head. And I will say this about rock stars all the time. He might have done something that the security guard didn't like. But in order not to go to court, he just said, you know what, screw it. You're just trying to get money out of me. Uh, I don't think I did anything wrong, but here's a couple of bucks. Now go away. And that's what the envelope probably was. There was probably some money in there. So he would just go away and not sue him because all these people in this world, you hear of people getting sued all the times because of paternity suits and all these things. These, there are a lot of people out there that know if I get close enough to a rock star, I can make up some, make up some story that can get them in trouble and hopefully they'll believe me or they'll just pay me off. Now, like I said, I did not see this man get kicked in the head. Uh, rumor has it that that's what happened, but I, I know that um, it could have happened, but it also couldn't have happened. He might have tapped him. He might have accidentally – well, not – I don't know. Whatever happened, happened. All I know is he walked out probably with some money in the envelope, and my friends were like, I can't believe you called it and because it, it happened all the time when I was with him. And especially when I was with him was during the usual illusion days when they were huge, when these rock stars, when Guns N' Roses was unbelievably huge. We were playing stadiums for like 80,000 people, like with Metallica, and it was just a major, major chaos 24-7. But uh, things have cooled down now for Guns N' Roses. They, they still play... Like I think, you know, arenas, like 15,000-seat arenas, and they're on tour right now. But my friends to this day have never forgotten that evening. So I'm going back on uh, January 21st to Los Angeles and January 31st to uh, Las Vegas. I think I'm going to go to both. I'm definitely going to one for sure. And we'll see what happens backstage this time. And I'll get to see my old buddy Axel and get to talk to him and uh, see how he's doing these days. But I do wish that they would get back together because I'm telling you right now, just from all the chat lines that we look at and everything that we see, if if Axel and Slash and Duff and Matt and Izzy or even Gilby got back together again, it would be the biggest tour in the history of rock and roll. They would get so many people to come to that, and boy, would they make a lot of money so they can give more envelopes to security guards in the front row. Uh, once again, I hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, had to improvise for a couple of minutes because we had Ray Parker Jr., but he got called away to go do Joe Cocker's new album. So next week, Ray Parker Jr. should be my guest on the show. And if he is, it's going to be a great show because he is a very entertaining man. He has some great stories about his Ghostbusters days, and he's just an all-around great guy. This is Craig Does What with Rock Talk. Continue, please, listening to the Rockstar Radio Network, and please support all our other shows. We will see you next Tuesday, and remember, Saturday night, 6 p.m., live from the Christmas party in Lindale, Texas. Have a great week. Thank you for